Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party entered the Wailing Cove and learnt its terrible secrets. The halls are stalked by lifeless husks called barnacles, which are controlled by Marcus, the lightning wizard. He harvests souls into a machine which generates electricity to pour into his boyfriend turned greatsword, Benedict. Each day, as the wails of souls crescendo, Benedict becomes lucid for just a moment. But their time together is short, and now the party are just a hair's breadth away from the twisted, wizardly lover. Marcus stands up, wrenches his lightning rod out of the ground. You know I know you're there. Oh shit! And you can see around this room are the four, the four figures you oh, saw we before. before. Oops, we fucked up. He has the lightning rod in one hand, and then he pulls the great sword out of the ground. And you see it now, and it sort of has that same dark energy you saw licking off of Lenny and also off of the chest. And he's holding it. It's a great sword, a two-handed great sword, but he just holds it in one hand. Take them down. Give me the kill. I need to do it with him. And then you hear the others behind you. See that door over there? The ships are just through that door. Let's just run. Hear the pounding of steps as these creatures, these barnacles start lumbering over towards you. Come on, we've got to go. We've got, if we get past them, we can just leave. We'll take our boat and we'll leave. After you, I'm holding the door. I look at old Smokey. I don't know I want the sword anymore. Okay, but run, I guess, run! I'm gonna let the crew go ahead of me. I'm gonna run, but I'll probably be at the back and do a two-step flamingo and try and do another... It goes to 11 on uh, Big Dude. Try and, in my confusion and beauty of my dance, infuriate them to a level that they hit a barnacle. So it was a seven. So there's the four in the room, the one closest to you all. Mm. He hears the noise, stop that racket! And he shoots a massive bolt of lightning at the figure, and it just courses through them. Can you please deal 1d10 plus 4 damage? Oh my god! Glad we found that out the easy way. 4 plus 4 is 8 points of damage. An arm blasts off of this creature as it's still hobbling towards you. Then Marcus re-aims and points it at you. Once this attack goes off, there's not going to be a chance to dodge because it's literally just a bolt of lightning. So if anyone has anything they'd like to do... Jolene Jolene is going to defend Signata by grabbing one of her throw knives and throwing it out close to the lightning with the intent for the lightning to hit the knife and conduct it and render it useless. Yeah, defy danger dexterity for yeah. me. That's 8 plus my dex, so that's 11. If your lightning bolt hits your dagger... And it glows intensely, just rippling with energy. And you've timed it exactly right so that it kind of knocks sideways off its path and hits the same barnacle that just got hit by lightning before. <laughs> Let's do it like a surprise attack, I guess. No! No, it's not! <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't quite see. What did you roll just then? I rolled a one, a one, and another one. Oh my gosh, well that leaves it with one. (laughs) Why do we keep doing this? (laughs) 
Cremora is going to step out into the room and her, with her zombie following along behind her. And she's going to say, Marcus, stop. He doesn't want this. You don't know him. You don't know anything about him. No, you're right. I don't. But from what I've seen, I know I'm right. As you're saying this, I'm going to say the two barnacles who were sort of stationed at the far end of the room would now be closing in at the front of the group and starting to grab the pirates, I mean, the fine sailing citizens, (laughs) the queer buccaneers, starting to grab members of that group. So probably who would have been at the front? Oh, Smokey's always at the front. And yeah, Eagle Eye seems like a good bet as well. They're sort of fighting against the grip of this person, of these creatures, but neither of them are particularly physically strong, so they don't seem to have any hope of breaking out as they get dragged towards Marcus. And I, like, look between Cremora and the crew and just be like, fuck everything! Run towards the crew and turn into a sea goblin and just go bleh! <laughs> 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 Yes, you do it so good. Yes, that's a 10. <laughs> so everyone but Kamara is now under the sea blanket of teeth. <laughs> when you say everyone, everyone but Kamara. Wait, does it include us? Yes. Ah! So, like, all of our friends, yeah. plus the two that had just grabbed them. Yeah. And I'm hoping that yeah. now that I'm canonically very slimy, that they'll be able to slime out. So the queer buccaneers who are now trapped in a slime blanket sort of just stop and say, I don't know what to do with this new experience. It's up to the people in the slime blanket to make the most of this opportunity. So yeah, there are still two uh, barnacles not in the blanket because there's one that's nearly dead and then there's another one who hasn't really done anything. And if they try and come near me, I'm going to lay at them with my teeth. Signana's just sort of having a flood of memories of like dark, slimy. It just really, it's like wormy goodness. Like it's, it feels like a second home. So Signana's just feeling wholesome right now. I'm so glad I could provide you with this moment. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna do a worm wiggle. Aim for the vitals! And I'm gonna use my arcane art. And I'm gonna try and give Jolene Jolene. Uh, I'm gonna give myself experience. <laughs> <laughs> I roll every Has that time. Has ever worked? <laughs> no. <Nope>. Once. <laughs> what power were you going to use? Um, I was going to use the a plus 1d4 forward to damage. It's very dark in here. Yeah, you're pretty sure you gave Jolene that power. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Jolene, you don't feel any more powerful. That's fair. I do all of this stuff by myself. I'm going to go over and uh, I'm going to like inch over to where I saw one of the barnacles last and backstab it. You can't see under here, so can you please roll me intelligence to see if you can find your target? Uh, <laughs> that's experience. That's fine. You hear Signata do a performance, and it's wretched and awful, and it sounds like a monster, and you feel this spark of inspiration come into you just as you hit at the monster, so can you please deal 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 1d4? Really? <laughs> Are you sure? Okay, well, for the recording, I copped the D6 and the D6 rolled with a 6, the D8 has an 8, and the D4 has a 4. And because it was copped, I re-rolled the D6 and it's a 1. So, it's only 13. 13. 
Ah, uh, my vitals! <laughs> <laughs> I am going to let out a wormy scream at whatever just happened and- I am great and something is hurting me! (laughs) It's me! (laughs) Oh my god. I want to try and crawl out from the slimy blanket. (laughs) How much hit- Slimed with my blood. How many hit points do you have? Uh, an amount. Roll to fight danger dexterity. Um, that's an 11. You get the fuck out of the slimy blanket, and this actually creates an opportunity for you. You just get through the door, and you come into a, a cavern, like a large cavern. It's rocky where you're standing, but it opens onto the water, and you can see here, docked is the pitted plum, and also next to it, there's another ship. It's large, and it's got some large metal thing mounted on the back but it doesn't look familiar in any way to be honest the ship looks quite dilapidated like the sails aren't strong at the moment so it wouldn't be usable but it's there Kramora, did you want to make something of your time not under the sea blanket i would quite like to <laughs> i think that you think you're doing a good thing and you're trying to help him but just look at what it's cost look at what you are doing to people. It's worth any cost. <sighs> to keep him suffering. I'm gonna make it right. Once I have your souls, it'll be right and he'll be back. How many times have you told yourself that? I can't believe you. It's going to be right. How long have you been believing that? He's holding the lightning rod directly at you. Marcus, sometimes you have to learn how to let go. And who are you to talk about dark energy? He kind of flicks the lightning rod at the the goblin next to you. No, you're right. Maybe I'm not the right person to chastise you about the darkness of what you're doing, but Benedict? I'm Benny! Yes, you're Benny. Do you like being a sword? Do you like being trapped there and having souls fed to you so you can experience a couple of moments of clarity? I like to feel the warmth of human flesh. Gonna, like, lean in through the door and be like, that seems pretty clear. Oh, right, the gravity of the situation. (laughs) Ah. Come on! Do you know how many people are suffering to feed you? I'm Benny! I can sense South! Stop talking! And Kramora, you get struck by lightning. Ah, oh, uh, that's a d10 plus four damage. That's five damage. What? It was a one. Yeah, yes, it was. It's a one. Holy crap! Ooh, that looked like it hurts. Don't worry, Kramora. I shall heal you in your time of need. I'm going to leave that one alone until the current crisis has passed. <laughs> um, I got a nine, so I heal Kramora for <laughs> one hit point. <laughs> Your contribution has been noted. Yes. And your spell still works, but you draw unwanted attention, or your magic reverberates to other targets, affecting them as well. You feel hands on your back, and as you whip your head around, you see the teleporting barnacle from earlier. Well, that is a surprise. Worm scream! I'm going to try Metal Hurlant, unless there's something that would have prompted, like, an attack from... No, no. So, I deal the damage, but you can choose an additional target. That's five points of damage. You hit this target, and then your sound bounces off of 
everyone's favourite sea goblin. So Nim will also take five damage. I'm going to shed. This oh is not shit! Not the way I thought it would. Yeah, okay, so, so can you describe this moment for me where you turn back? Signata yells, and yeah, as the shockwave like goes through Nim's less than majestic flat flat body, <laughs> she kind of like it kind of like wibbles and back into Nim, <laughs> like really <laughs> little. You kind of... And she's kind of sitting on her ass covered in slime. <laughs> Everyone so else is un- covered in slime as well. It's so unclear why you're covered in slime, but you just are. Such is the might of the seagull. <laughs> I lift my arms up and just do that, like, that flick thing to absolutely no effect. <laughs> like, hypothetically, this slime should have gone away when you transformed, but it didn't. <laughs> it did not. Um, and I'm hoping that at that point the crew have, like, mostly gotten towards the door from underneath me. Yeah, okay, so as the blanket lifts, Jakak runs over and pulls out Eagle Eye. Come on, Mum! And old Smokey... Their scales get extra slippery with this slime, and they also manage to just slip out barely. Um, but as they try to run into the other room, and the door is Signana being held from behind by this mysterious mm-hmm. creature that's just appeared. Actually, what is Marcus doing currently? He, he'd probably even be slowly sort of lumbering in your direction so that he can close in with the greatsword, since that is how he wants to, to kill you all. Okay, she's uh, gonna she's gonna throw some throwing daggers at the barnacle holding Signana. Signana, yeah. Okay. Roll shot. Volley. Yeah, it's fine. If I hit you, it's fine. Not fine. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that roll, Tori? What's that roll? A snake eyes. You shoot the dagger, and your aim is true, and your target disappears with Signana. Signana, you appear directly next to Marcus. His sword drawn. Well, this will be sweet. And he raises the sword to attack you. <laughs> but, tell you what's sweeter, my sweet moves. It goes to 11. Oh no. Uh, yep, that is another nine. Oh, fuck. Okay. Holy oh. shit! This is so close! He slashes his sword against the teleporter person. Mm-hmm. Can you please roll 1d10 plus 4? Um, that's a total of nine. He lobs their head off, and it flunks to the ground. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I cannot believe that worked. <laughs> but then, as you've drawn his ire, just screaming, he brings the greatsword back the other way towards you. Can I? Do you, does anyone else want to intervene? Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to order my lightning-charged goblinoid to run up and grab the sword and pour all of that lightning energy into it and try and destroy it. Oh, yes, that's a six. That's a nine. nine, so I will do the action, and I lose one power, so the corpse disintegrates. or oh, the corpse drops. Okay. The goblin grabs onto the sword and pours all of this electricity charged into its body, into the great sword, and, and as it does, you kind of hear this just very brief, where am I? And then after a split second, it's just back to, I'm Benny! But it's charged with lightning now, and Marcus lets it out of his hand as he gets zapped by it, and it clanks to the ground, still charged with lightning. And Signana's gonna hightail it. Nim would like to 
jump for the sword. Even knowing it's electrified? Yes. Okay. No one else is jumping for it at the moment. Marcus is off, so... I'm going to grab it. Okay. Turn it back towards Marcus. And I would like to use Elemental Mastery to oh. try and shoot the lightning back at him. Wait, you have Elemental Mastery? Yes, sir. After spending all this time on the sea with the water surrounding me and the sky above me, I'm more in tuned with non-animal spirits. She's not really trying to do this. She's kind of desperate. So, Elemental Mastery. When you call on the primal spirits of fire, water, earth, or air to perform a task for you, roll plus whiz. On a 10 plus, choose 2. On a 7 to 9, choose 1. On a miss, some catastrophe occurs as a result of your calling. So the options are the effect you desire comes to pass, you avoid paying nature's price, or you retain control. Yes, that's an 8. Yes! So, so you only get to choose 1. I only get to choose 1, so I would like the effect I desire to come to pass. <laughs> and the consequence of... Paying nature's price and retaining control. You hold out the sword. Lightning courses through it and it's charging. And you can feel it focusing in one direction. And then your eyes just glaze over and for a moment you see Pip. And she speaks, but in a voice that is not her voice. And she says, Glad to see you joining us. I will take my fee for this. And you feel just a little bit of your substance fizzle off of your body. And lightning pours and arcs and hits Marcus square in the chest, stunning him, knocking him out. And it just goes through the entire room. It bounces off of every surface. Who's still in the room? Everyone is in the room. Well, how do you all avoid this? Is it all just going to be trying to dodge? I know it's, I'm going to yeah. get the fuck out of dodge, yeah. I'm not going to dodge. I'm just going to try and drop to my knees and, like, plant my hands firmly on the ground and try and just, if I get hit by lightning, just power through and, like, let it go through me and, yeah. I'm trying to protect Signana because... I realized that I probably accidentally hit him while I was blind. She's going to defend um, Signana mm -hmm. by grabbing her only healing potion and lobbing it at him before okay. the lightning hits and breaking it on him. If you do this, you're not dealing with the threat of lightning and you will be hit. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yep. From Signana, you get splashed by healing potion and you mm -hmm. heal 10 health. And you were dodging out of the way? Um, yeah, yeah. And you rolled an 11. And you rolled an 11. I rolled an 11. You get splashed by this potion and then roll out of the way of lightning. It is your fucking lucky day. Yeah. And Cremora, can I please get you to roll Defy Danger Constitution? Yep. As you try to power through the lightning. That is a five. Oh. Both of you take full damage. How much damage do I take? What's the damage? So it's the lightning from the sword... I wouldn't say we had the plus four. I'd say it's just a straight D10. Straight D10. Especially, well, the other way to look at it is there's a chart, and one D10 is something that would kill an average person. That's, That's six. Six, okay. yeah, six. Kramora, you take six, and Jolie? Five. Five. Just the barest bit of one of your fingertips Fuck. is fizzling. <sighs> oh. 
All the enemies in the room, they aren't necessarily dead, but they are all stunned at the moment. Actually, this is a good point. Can you please, Nim, roll me another d10 just to see how much damage you would have done to everyone else in the room? Eight. Two of these barnacle creatures just fizzle and dissolve. One of them is still surviving, but yes, everything in the room is stunned. <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, run. Yeah, yeah, hair, hair standing slightly, and I'm just like, run. Run, run, run. Run, 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 run. <laughs> we all run. We run. Okay, we're running. We've run into the other room then. You still have the Sword of Benedict? Yeah. And I'm like holding it limply in one hand and staring in horror at my other hand. That was fun. I'm Benny. Let's be friends. I'm going to drop the sword. Oh, come on. Jolene Jolene is going to like pull out her other cloak, the one that she replaced the cloak of invisibility with, and mm-hmm. wrap the sword in the cloak and just pick it up and start running for wherever. Wait, like what? No, you're going to leave all my souls behind? Yep, and hopefully you're not getting any more. Clench my hand into a fist and walk over to the big thing. Is there like a control panel? No, not really. It just sort of makes a very low humming noise. Can I roll discern realities to see if I strike? I guess I have to roll first, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, that's a 10. What should I be on the lookout for? So, yeah, the souls are trapped within this device. Mm-hmm. You're asking specifically in terms of how to get them out? Yeah, so work here is useful or valuable to me. Uh, there are the large sort of tubes running into the walls. You feel like that's probably structurally integral to keep the whole thing bound together. And what here is not what it appears to be. That great sword that Jolene's got. That's like a dude. <laughs> um, all right. I'm just going to take my stuff and smash one of the pipes. Or try to. You, you smash the pipe and it comes unconnected. And this is when you see something very interesting. You hear the same wail as before, not nearly as loud. It's tired, almost. Several bolts of lightning arc out, and you see they scatter in all different directions. But then they all at once all seem to point exactly the same way. And that image sort of burns in your eyes because it's so bright. You know, in reality, to you, it would play out in an instant, right? You would just see the after effect of it and then the burn of it on your eyes. And the hum of the machine is gone now. (sighs) Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) As you walk into the other room, you see that the queer buccaneers have already started to go into the pitted plum. And, well, looks like we can make a hasty escape. Let's get the hell out of here. Mm Mm-hmm. You also do see that other ship here. And old Smokey says, Oh my gosh! It's... It's... The... Steamboat. Jezebel. (laughs) It's the Steamboat Jezebel! The ship from the story I was telling you earlier. Is it faster than your boat? Ah, if it had sails. They say it was as fast as lightning. Aye, they say the device on the back used lightning to boil water and create a sort of... Powerful vapor to drive it along the ocean. Can anyone make lightning? That machine you just destroyed. And the wielder of the ship. And you. Mm. I saw you. I didn't. That was. Mm. Yeah, what was I that? I can't call it. I don't know. Okay, okay. We don't need to think about it now. Maybe the ship has something else that powers it. 
I could scream at the machine. Maybe please don't help. scream at the machine. I'm going to scream at the machine, should I? Don't. Singana, oh. please do not scream at the machine. But I want to rage against that machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cremora hates Signana. At this point, Scott hates Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Nim looks at her hand. I might be able to do it. That doesn't sound confidence-inspiring. If you think you can do it, then we should go get the sails off of our ship and try and put them on this one, and yes, that would be much faster. Okay, okay. Um, just let me just let me see if I can first. Okay. I'm going to go into the stupid... Why am I doing this? And I'm going to use my thinking new move, Elemental Mastery, and I'm going to lose my fucking arm. It's not a roll anymore. Isn't it? Not for this sort of thing. So you hold out your hand, and everything goes black again, and you see Pip again. It's happening soon, you know. The wheels are in motion. Have you ever been to the Blisterwood? I'm ignoring him. I wouldn't go now. I mean, maybe if you're close, it could be your last chance. No, just hand out, concentrating on the the lightning, but she's got tears running down her face. Your vision returns. While you've been having the vision, the lightning has just been flowing freely from your hand, and as long as you hold it in place, you're not exerting energy to do this, it's just flowing from you, and you can hear the motor of this thing come to life, and you can hear water start gurgling inside it. I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. Close my hand. It's maybe fizzled down like half a digit. Okay. I'm going to tear a little bit off the bottom of my skirt kilt thing and just wrap my pinky finger to my ring finger as if I heard it in the fight. I'm trying to hide this from people. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to stick my head back out of the boat and go, it's working! Well, that's great. We'll make amazing time with this. Transfer the sails yep. and stuff. They've been working. Going. Yeah, they work mm-hmm. on it. I mean, everyone's busy working, yeah. right? Okay, I mean, yeah. there are people in the other room who are going to stop being unconscious at some point. Yeah. So there is a little bit of essence. I was going to say. Yeah, we're just going to close the door. While they're doing that, <laughs> I'm going to go to Jolene and say, Jolene, give me the sword. Why? It's bigger than she is. <sighs> Jolene, I've had a very long day and I don't want to have to take it from you by force. She blows a raspberry at you and gives it over. <laughs> Thank you. Cute. Kamora's going to unwrap it. She's going to go back into the room with the machine. And she's going to walk over to Marcus and say, Look, I know you thought you were doing the right thing, but in trying to save the people that you loved, you hurt other people. And I don't like that happening. Not anymore. And I'll tap the sort of Benedict and say, You can be with the one you love now. And I'll just drive it through his stomach. And you do it. And the noise that Benedict makes, it would be a humorous noise if it weren't this situation, and I don't want to make it. It's like gleeful noise of tasting human flesh. You kill Marcus, he's asleep, he can't defend himself in this situation, and that was yummy! Mm, what flavor is that? Loved one. I'm going to leave. I will take one of the barnacles, though. And I will take the lightning rod. Yep. Under my arm. And I'll walk out and I'll walk past Jolene and say, I brought you a souvenir and drop it in her hands and then go and help load the ship. Ooh. She's going to sit down on the prow of the steamboat Jezebel and wait until we start moving out. 
And yeah, you've, you've loaded up very quickly, and, and with this engine running, you're able to, to leave the dock. You do learn, Nim, that the engine will need to be powered every couple of hours. Oh, yeah. And she's going to rummage, rummage into a bag, pull out the crystal orb of connection, and rub it a bit. Hello? Cremora! Hi! Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. I've been doing all my homework. That's good. I finally learned what a babotanus was. Oh, what is it? The type of hummus. Oh. <laughs> that actually kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mixed up my cooking notes and my maths notes. Yeah. Why are you slimy? Oh, have you heard of sea goblins? I've heard of goblins. Is it like goblins? No, they're actually nothing like goblins, which is really, really weird. They're more like... You have blankets at home. Yeah. I love blankets. Yeah, they're warm they're and cuddly. Yeah, you're going to hate this one. It's a gigantic blanket, but it's covered with teeth, and it's about... Hmm. I don't know. It's a very large blanket. Just think of it that way. He's kind of sniffling, like... <laughs> You're as scary as Pip. Oh, sorry about that. Maybe I shouldn't have told you about that. What's Pip been doing? She's been saying that the time is coming and we're all going to our new purpose. Hmm. And what kind of purpose is that? I don't think she's right. But... I don't know, but I think we're going to die. That's... Is there any way you and your family can leave before that happens? They don't want to. Don't listen to her. Why do you think we go to that church? That's true. Parents who force their children to do things are not good parents. Their parents aren't good? I think they have their hearts in the right place, but right now I don't think it's safe for you to be there. Is there anywhere else you can go? I don't think so. I, I live here. Do you guys have a post office? Um, well, there's this person, Dill, who visits on their bicycle. Will Dill turn up tonight or early tomorrow? I'm a kid. I don't care about the post. That's fair, but I think maybe this would be a good idea. Can you find out where Dill is soon or tomorrow? Okay, then what? Can you ask them to take you to Moonbright for me, please? Should I put myself in a box? No, uh, please don't become another box child. <laughs> another box child? How many box children are there? There are, there are many, funnily enough. I, I'll tell you about this later, okay? I'll tell you about all of my adventures when I get back, okay? If you go to... I don't know I want to hear them. They're mainly horrifying they, and awful. Yeah, that says a lot about the kinds of people I hang out with. Anyway, I what think... What about that time I saw a ghost when you were using the orb? Okay, but... That um, was weird. That was weird. We never really debriefed. No, we didn't really debrief about that. The ghost was just a little bit upset that, they were, that we were inside their tomb, and they left us alone. It's fine. It's okay. It's all being resolved. I really They're don't okay. think you're family friendly. No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. Can you ask them to take you to Moonbright? And then takes you to the Starshine Farm. I should run away? You're not running away, you'll go back. It's just to stay over with my family for a little bit. Just, you know, to be safe, away from Pip. Okay. Uh, Kermora? I want to go now. That's probably good. Okay. Uh, bye. Bye. Just... And the orb goes dim. Hmm. <laughs> just let me... 
let me know when you're there. And she shoves the uh, the ore back in her bag and is like, mm. <laughs> And yeah, with that, the ship sails and steams into the night. And that's where we'll leave it. Fuck. That was oh, surprisingly wow. oh, yeah. emotional. Shout out to this week's Kofi supporters, Albie and Hannah B. Thank you so much. I hope you both see a very neat duck this week. Hey, uh, check your pockets. Oh, what's that? Three dollars change? Why not shove those coins into the USB slot or, or charging port of your listening device right now? Go to Kofi, give it to us, and then you can be mentioned in the show too. Okay, enough playing around. Hit me with that sweet, sweet promo. Greetings, listeners. Are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations. This land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then!